welcome to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Get ready to hear God, encounter the supernatural, and discover your destiny. Doug is a prophetic speaker, author, and coach whose message of love, hope, and having fun reaches people around the world. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another Spirit Connection podcast. You know, God is using the airways. He wants to use TV, radio, the Internet, movies, television. He wants to use these things. It's so important that we redeem them in our lives. And not everything is evil. We don't want to kick everything out, kick the baby out with the bathwater, because God wants to use the things that people are used to seeing each day. For me, you know, I don't really get into a lot of TV, but I do live right outside of Hollywood. I can see the Hollywood sign from my house, and I am aware of what's going on in pop culture because it's so important. No matter where you live or what you do, God wants to use media in your life. Now, I pray the news all the time. I'm connected on my app with you know, AP News Alert, so I know what's going on. I'm an avid intercessor over the news, and especially I have an assignment for government. Some people are freaked out right now by all the bad news that's out there. But, you know, we need to press in. We need to see that God is moving in the midst of all of this. And there is places that have actually good news And I have a special guest and good friend of mine on the broadcast today. Her name is Wendy Griffith. She's a reporter with CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network News. She's actually an anchor of Christian World News as well. And she is alongside of Pat Robertson. Maybe you've seen her on TV. She also reports on a wide range of issues around the world, including, boy, she's traveled internationally and reported on Revival And she also co-anchors Christian World News, which is on Friday evenings on TBN as well. Now, this is a good friend to bite. I really love Wendy. We met a few years ago at a conference, and she really does have the ability to hear the voice of God. And I really love what her and Pat Robertson and the others on TBN, I, I really love what they do when they get the words of knowledge and pray for people. She's so powerful with the gift of word of knowledge, but she's also got a message for women and setting people free to be able to be themselves. She has a powerful anointing in that. Uh, She's the author of a couple of books. She's a co-author of a book called Praying the News, Your Prayers Are More Powerful Than You Think. Also, a second book, which is You Are a Prize to Be One, Don't Settle for Second Best. My good friend, Wendy Griffith, welcome to the broadcast. Doug, it's so great to be here with you. I always just can't help smiling when I'm talking to you. Wow. You know, I've been waiting for this, and, you know, we had to book way in advance because Wendy does a lot of stuff. And I was mentioning before that we met a few years ago at an Elijah conference back in near Washington, D.C., I think it was. And yeah, yeah, and we've stayed connected, and I just really love what you do. Why don't you just tell us more about who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, I am right now um, a co-host of one of the co-hosts of the 700 Club. We're based here in Virginia Beach, and uh, but I've been with CBN, the Christian Broadcasting Network, for 19 years now. I've wow. been in television 30 years this year. Oh my! So I feel really blessed that I've had 
three decades doing what I wanted to do since I was a little girl, which was TV. Spent the first year in, in secular television all over the country. I'm from West Virginia. Did get to work in TV in West Virginia. But in 1999, um, it was 1998, the Lord said, send a tape to CBN. And it was a national network. And I was in a small, you know, relatively small town, um, Charleston, West Virginia. We had a viewing audience of about 37 counties. CBN has a worldwide audience. So I was a little intimidated, but I obeyed the Holy Spirit. Um, kind of thought it was a fluke at first, but then the Lord confirmed that it was clearly not. They uh, were looking for somebody. They liked my tape. And uh, I was hired in January of 1999, just in time to cover the Bill Clinton impeachment trial in Washington, D.C. Wow. So, yeah. So that's how long I've been at CBN. But then um, the last five years, I've had my dream job, Doug, as being one of the co-hosts and working alongside Pat Robertson and his son, Gordon and Terry Mewson. And we just have so much fun on the set. And we, it's just, uh, you know, it's so encouraging to when people come up and they say, you know, I prayed with Pat and I've been a Christian for 30 years or 10 years. Or in fact, today, when I was co-hosting with Pat, he told me during one of the commercial breaks that we are seeing a big increase in the number of people calling in to say that they've received the Lord. Wow. And it reminded me of your recent word where you talked about the, this next big revival coming in the billion, what do you call it? The, the billion, billion soul, soul revival. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it started. Wow. It started. It's starting. And I told Pat, I said, we've been hearing about the revival that's coming. I think we're seeing the very the beginning signs of it yeah. because it's not like we're doing anything different. We're, you know, we're doing the same kind of programming that we've always done, but more people are, are calling in to say, you know, how can I get saved? Or I, I just got saved. Now, what do I do? And so that's really exciting. Yeah. And that's part of I, the I word I got fine. too, was it was going to start in the church first or, you know, not so much in the streets. That's not a street thing. You know, that's, that's something going on in people's homes, you know, and, and yeah. it starts first through through what we already know. It's so exciting. Wow. I'm so glad, I'm glad you said these that. Might not, these might not be church people, you know, and they're, they're calling from their home. A lot of people, wow. we are their church, yeah. you know, which is right. good and bad, but, <laughs> but it's good if they're getting, if they're getting some church. Take it yeah, any way good. you could get it. <laughs> you know, I love the, I love the 700 club. I'm not a, I'll just be honest. I'll confess. I don't watch much Christian TV, but there's times I'll click on the 700 Club and there you are giving words of knowledge and I just raise my hands and the Holy Spirit shows up right there. Just having a few weeks ago, you know, for the healing and I'm just excited about what you guys do. Love your heart. Love the heart Aww. of the ministry. And I love your prophetic words, your your ability. You have an amazing word of knowledge gift. And it's very obvious. Well, you know, it's it's a walk of faith. And I love the fact that people, they're getting healed because... God says He sends forth His Word, and He and He heals them. Yeah, and it says the word of, the word of faith heals the sick. So people are receiving these words that go through the airwaves by faith, and they are getting healed in their homes, and they're calling us and letting us know. So we get excited, and then we just want to do it again, and we keep you know. So it's it's a wonderful ministry. Yeah, I love it. And I was just talking about, you know, the fact I'm in I'm in Hollywood and, you know, we're we're like in different streams so to speak, but God is using one common thing and that's media and the airways. 
And that is yeah. so powerful right now. So that's why I'm excited to have you on the broadcast. And, and we connect every so often. I text you a word or something like that. And why don't you yes, share the I'm story sure. about when we met? I gave yeah. you something. Um, you did. We were at this conference. Um, okay. It was in Maryland. Yeah. And it was in the fall. It was in, it was in November, late November. And, if, you know, I, I am 53 and I've been single all my life and never married. And, uh, you know, I've had a wonderful life, but I've always desired to have that special someone. And I said, Doug, you know, pray for me. When is my husband coming? It was 2015. You said 2017 is going to be a very important year for you, Wendy. And you said, but you're going to need this. And you handed me a man's ring. It looked like a, it was a silver, looked like almost like a wedding ring. It was a, a band, like a, just a plain silver band. But in, inside it had the words written strength. You said, you're going to need strength to wait. And I honestly, that was not the word I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear, you're going to meet him next week. And right. he's going to be six foot two and eyes <laughs> blue. And well, Anyway, I took the ring and I held on to it and I said, okay, Lord, give me strength to wait because I know your timing is perfect and I want your best. And God had promised me that if I waited, he would bring me his best. Well, 2017 rolled around and it was approaching summer and I hadn't met anyone yet. And I was thinking about your word and um, I was hiking in Peru and I asked my friend Jenna, I said, Jenna, you know, can you fix me up with some of your, someone, one of your friends because I'm not meeting anyone she fixed me up when we got back from Peru in late June with a guy named Bill. And we have been dating now for, well, we, we had our first date in late June, but then we didn't have another date till late July just because of our busy schedules. So we have been dating now for eight months and he is everything that I've been praying for. Yeah. Um, as I told you before, I said, you know, I'm from West Virginia, so I'm a mountain girl by, at heart, and I always wanted a rugged guy. You know, I didn't want, like, the, you know, the guy with soft hands. I wanted the guy who'd been <laughs> out hunting and fishing all day and was, you know, killing the food and <laughs> cleaning it and putting it on the table. This is, that's exactly what I got. Wow. And I love, you know, we had venison for dinner twice last week that he killed and, wow, and shot. Amazing. Now, that might defend some people. Now, that might... Sorry if that offends anybody, but also he's a wonderful fisherman. And of course we live at Virginia beach and I love fish. So we have the most wonderful meals and he's a, has a wonderful heart. And all this to say your word came to pass. You said, hold on till 2017. You gave me a man's ring and it looks, you know, very promising that this is the one. Yeah. And eight months is about to, nine months is about to birth something. I always see prophetic words come. <laughs> Usually, you know, things birth out like a baby nine to 10 months yeah. later and, and something's going to happen. Now, this reminds me, by the way, of a couple of things. We were talking and praying ahead of time and it reminded me of my very first prophetic encounter way back in 1991. And I was in bad shape and I was going through a nasty divorce, and now I've been remarried to my wife, Linda, for 22 years. But that was a time when, I mean, it was really bad, you know? And it was, when it, when I was so down, I felt like I was standing in darkness. And yeah. I had an angelic encounter, and the Lord gave me this message called end-time marriages. And he told me to hold on to it, because in 2004 is when it all started, that God was going to pull couples together for the purposes mm. of the kingdom, not just ministry. 
it would be business right. partnerships, family partnerships, because two are better than one. And it wouldn't matter about the age. All kinds of stuff would happen, but it would start happening. And, and I'm telling you that your story and what you're talking about here just triggered me to say, yeah, wow, something's going on right now in this area. That's so true. I have two girlfriends that have waited a long time. One was in her mid-40s, never been married. God gave her an end-time marriage. She married a pastor who was widowed, and it happened very quickly. They they met and married within the same year, and, yep. and, and, and she was just ecstatically happy. And then my other friend, Stacy, had been divorced for 15 years, maybe longer, beautiful lady, my age, ended up marrying a guy 20 years younger, and they are incredibly happy. And, yeah. and you said that that's happening. He says age is not... That's what the Lord said. Yeah. And and to not worry about that. And in fact, one of the early ones that I saw was my own sister, who's an amazing woman of God. And she'd been a widow for 17 years. And then suddenly I release this end time marriage word. And then next thing you know, she meets a guy uh, who is a widow, 20 years older. And now they've been, um, I don't know, they've been married well over 10 years. They're amazing evangelists together. And so oh, I love the it. Lord is doing it. And see, the fact that he gave you, you know, he'll he'll do something that you like, you know, and, and the whole thing about the, the hunter and on all that stuff. God is a giver of good gifts, isn't he? He really is, because I'm kind of picky, you know. And so the guy told me, just keep waiting. And he had a purpose in the waiting because I, you know, it, it was tiresome. Once I, after I turned 50... I was getting a little irritated. Right. Now, God had told me in my late 30s, he, I had a very clear word from the Lord that I would have to wait for my husband. And and I was having a great time. I, was, I didn't even want to get married then because I was, I was traveling all over the world and doing exciting stories for CBN, and my TV career was taking off. And But when I turned 40, I remember driving down the road and screaming. <laughs> And it wasn't necessarily a good scream. It was sort of like, okay, God, where is he? But it wasn't time. God, I was rushing it. Little did I know, you know, that I would be, you know, well into my 50s. But I'm telling you, Joel chapter 2, God, God restores the years. I wouldn't trade anything. Mm. You know, Bill, the, my boyfriend now, is five years older than me. Well, he's four and a half. And um, I don't know. It's perfect. It's like... Yeah. You know, everything is going great. So, yeah, you know, I just released a prophetic word, and um, this was, of course, in March 2018. And by the way, prophetic words, God's outside of time. So you could be listening to this anytime. And this is applicable for you right now. But I released a prophetic word that um, 2014, I just realized this, that that God is repaying things that started in 2014. And I remember wow. when I met you in 2015, you had just released your book, You Are a Prize to Be Won, Don't Settle for Second Best. That was in January yeah, of 2014. Yes. And, yes. and that you were, you was really vulnerable in that book, and you shared your, your heart of how you'd been in a relationship. Well, why don't you just share about it? Yeah, I I thought I'd met the one in 2011. We dated for an entire year. It was interesting because we... We started dating a, a couple of days after Valentine's Day in, in the year 2011, and we broke up about a week before Valentine's Day in 2012. Wow. And I, I was 
you know, so bummed. And I said, Lord, why? I missed Valentine's Day both years. He said, because he wasn't your Valentine. Wow. Guess what? This year, I was dating someone on Valentine's Day, and I got the royal treatment. I got the dinner. I got the balloon. <laughs> I got the I got, and it was like, Lord, thank you. I mean, I know it's just, you know, maybe you have to be a girl to understand this, Doug, but it was, it was so meaningful to me because I had missed so many Valentine's days. Right. And, um, and, you know, maybe once you get married and you're comfortable and you, you don't have to necessarily celebrate your love on a specific day, but I, I know God, he cares about the things we care about. And he was letting me know that other guy was not your Valentine. Exactly. And um, so, but anyway, yeah, that, that book, it did, it, it was a wonderful experience writing and I got incredible feedback and I still get emails from women who say that the book, um, you know, encouraged them and, and helped them in so many ways, whether they were going through heartbreak like I was, or they were just out in the dating world and looking for, you know, smart ways to date. But, um, but yeah, I was, I was thinking because we broke up in 2012, I was like, okay, where is he? You know, I thought, cause God had told me, I dedicated that book to my future husband and God said, okay, now, now I can bring you my best. And the Lord told me two other things. He said, you haven't missed it and it's not too late wow. because by now I was in my late forties and I'm thinking, you know, I, you know, when you're in your forties, fifties seems ancient. And now that I'm in my fifties, it's always 10 years ahead. That yeah. Seems old. You know, I, know, I don't, yeah. I don't feel old anymore. I feel really young now. So oh, good, I good. I don't, I, I don't know what I was thinking, but, um, all that to say, yeah, it was, it felt like a long wait between the time of the breakup and then writing the book and then meeting my now boyfriend. That's why your word meant so, so much to me when I got it in late 2015. Yeah. Gave you the hope. I still have, it yeah, gave me hope. Right. Well, and, you know, and if, if, some, yeah, if somebody's ahead. listening right now, I, I just, you know, if you're waiting like I was and God willing, you're not going to be waiting as long as I was because, but, you know, don't give up. Don't give up. You know, God is going to give you the desires of your heart. Don't settle. It's so easy to settle during the waiting because you're, you know, you're tired of being lonely. You get tired and and you start telling yourself, well, maybe this is, you know, or you this is as good as it gets. No, God promises best to his children. He's not capable of giving us anything but his best. Yeah. So if you feel if you're in a relationship right now where you feel like this is not God's best or you're, you don't have peace, get out, get out now because you, you want, you don't want to be with the wrong person when God sends the right person. You know, God couldn't send Isaac until Ishmael was sent away. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's a good word. And people are in different places, you know, and some are single, some are divorced. And that was part of the end-time marriage word I got, is the Lord said that some have been kept single. This is back in 91, so it's outside of time. And and some had been kept single for a very long time, waiting for this end-time marriage. Others had been divorced. Others had been widowed. You know, there was all these different ones. But the Lord said, Mm. he's going to do a move, and all of a sudden— there's going to be a synergy in the spirit. It's two are better than one. And there's going to yeah. be a synergy in the spirit and the wind of the spirit's going to shift. And uh, in, in fact, I had no idea at the time, you know, it was 91. I was, I was, I'd just come back to the Lord. I came out of the occult after a big backslide in 88 
19, wow. and I was living in San Francisco. Ninety-one, I started operating my prophetic gift again and had an angel encounter and wrote it down. The Lord said, "Don't release this till you see these things happen." And now it's happening, and you're a testimony as well. And so I'm so encouraged. By the way, you mentioned it. The, it reminded me at the beginning that the other part of the prophetic word I, I did for March is I saw people standing in front of closed doors in darkness. Now, these were believers, and they were standing in darkness in front of a door that they knew was going to open, but it hadn't opened yet. And then, and um, as well, it, a lot of this stuff, it was between 2014 and 2018 now. But what you're just describing right now is you're describing something, because I saw people all of a sudden, a light of the Lord appeared. Mm-hmm. And then there are, there's a preparation going on right now for those doors to open. So, Well, it's interesting because I love to hear God speak, and I'm always writing down in my journal, like maybe not as much as you are, but I you know, keep my journal handle, but it's been kind of quiet lately. Yeah. And I don't, you know, and I know God's there, but I, I don't really love that. But so the words that he has been speaking to me, I've definitely been writing down. And it's interesting because uh, he's given me the word lamp a few times and I've been researching it. And uh, Psalm eighteen twenty eight says, for you will light my lamp. So God says he will light our lamp. The Lord God will enlighten my darkness. Um, and then in Second Samuel, it says something similar, for, for you are my lamp, O Lord, the Lord will enlighten my darkness, for by you I can run against a troop. And then Psalm 119, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And um, it's interesting because Samuel and Psalm 18 both say right after that talks about lamp, for by you I can run against a troop, by my God I can leap over a wall. And I love that because, you know, here they are in darkness but they have so much faith that if they get that light of the Lord and that lamp from God, they'll be able to run and jump and leap over a wall. (laughs) I don't know that just struck me today, but you know, what really helped me in this time of just, even though I don't, I'm not hearing you like I, I want to, you're promising that you're going to light my path. You know, you're not going to let me stumble in the darkness because you are lighting my you are enlightening my darkness so sometimes darkness can like when we're not hearing from god it can feel like darkness yeah that's important now that's where the faith comes in you know we walk by faith not by sight because it it may be i've been encouraged this is my ministry is the ministry of encouragement and it's not just encouragement without a purpose this is to grab hold of what the lord is doing i love this wow is there anything more about this gold keep going this is great well, there are 18 times the word lamp is mentioned, um, at least 18, there may be more, but I'm still in the middle of, of this study on, on light, and, and you know, it says to be filled, be filled with the light of the Lord, and um, so I'm just still kind of in the middle of it. I wish I had more revelation, but I don't. I don't. Well, that, actually, that's enough, because what I was seeing, and then, and we hadn't really discussed what we were going to do, and I just, I heard the Lord last fall, I think, or whenever it was I contacted you, I heard the Lord say, you need to have Wendy on because she has a message. And when I contacted <laughs> you, you didn't have a message. And then all of a sudden, we got on on the phone here and on the broadcast, and suddenly the Lord spoke. 
And what that thing that you well, had about the light and mm-hmm. and the one the word I had about the closed door is now going to come into synergy and come together. Amen. Amen. And I thought about what the Lord says, don't worry about what you will speak about, for in that hour I will give it to you. So I said, okay, Lord, that hour has arrived. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I didn't want to miss, I mean, I know some people that you interview have incredibly amazing um, downloads and words from God. But yeah. honestly, Doug, I was selfish. I did not want to miss this chance to to talk with you and to share also, you know, the story about the ring and just the, the encouragement that you gave me in 2015 to hold on that God had not forgotten me in regards to meeting someone significant and special in my life. And uh, then, of course, you had the word about the end time brides. And I think I'm right there. Yeah, I'm be yeah exactly. And you represent a lot of people right now. And I mean, I have yeah. when I released that book the first time it was called Divine Alliances. I pulled it off the market for a little bit because we're rewriting it because it's new. You know, when it first came out in 2008 or nine, whatever, it served a purpose for a while for that season. But now it's a new season and it's not so much about a book. It's about the people. It's about God opening these new things. And one of my favorite verses to pray, because I was I was one of the ones standing in front of a closed door. And, you know, I felt like things were in darkness. And, yeah, I felt the same. You're in the same boat right now. The Lord hasn't been speaking as loudly right now. But one of my favorite yeah. verses is, is, and I pray this all the time, is Daniel 2.22. He reveals deep and hidden things, and he knows what lies in darkness, and light dwells in him. So mm, when you're in yeah. darkness, when you're in a time where you don't know what's going on, Grab hold of Daniel 2.22 and the verses that Wendy mentioned, too. Get a hold of the light. The light dwells in him. And I don't care what it looks like. I tell you, I don't care. The Lord is, his word is real. His spirit is real. And he has made promises. We're about to see something. Now, break forth. And Doug, I'm telling you, more than ever, we have to be the light. And we have to carry that light because the world around us is getting darker all you have to do is get in your car and go for a drive to yeah. see that the world's getting darker. And, uh, you know, even like, you know, our show is broadcast on a channel called Freeform, which used to be ABC Family. And right before our show comes on and goes off, there's a disclaimer that Freeform puts up that basically says, you know, the show you're about to see, we don't have anything to do with, or it, I'm paraphrasing, but then when, when the show's over, it says, welcome back, we missed you. As if, you know, there was something wrong with us. The Bible says the world will hate you. Right. And so we're seeing that. But but there's almost like a nastiness now to Freeform's comment about, you know, welcome back. We missed you. I know my spirit is grieved when I see it because they don't know what they're missing. Exactly. You know, they think we're strange <clears throat> and uh, and maybe we are strange, but um, they, they don't know what they're missing. They're missing the most amazing life and they're missing Jesus. And so, you know, you just have to pray for them. And, and honestly, I have to forgive them because I just think it's kind of, you know, it's not very nice. Right. Um, I just want to break that curse. You know, that's actually a curse of words and, and they're a contract over you, you know, they have a contract. And so we're going to, we're going to agree together and break that because if we break it, then suddenly the Lord is going to repay for those times. We're going to repay in, in salvations. 
We're going to repay in healing. So, Lord, we come into agreement and break the curse of the airways right now. That's been spoken over the 700 Club and over over CBN and and where they say, welcome back. You know, we missed you. We break that curse. And also, any other curses that have been spoken over individuals, over couples, over marriages, anything that might be hidden in darkness, Lord, we pray right now, reveal the things that lie in darkness and bring your light. Yes, In God. Jesus' yes. name. Jesus' name. Now, I thought it was important. You just revealed something. You know, the spirit of truth came. That's one of my, I pray three verses, by the way, when I can't, when I'm hearing yes, no, yes, no, you know, but I say, Lord, is that you? Yes, no, yes. I'd, I'd get that. I'm a prophet even, you know. But there's, I have three verses that I pray. John six thirteen, but when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you into all truth and he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he tell you what is yet to come. Second Corinthians mm. two ten. These are the things that God has revealed to us by his spirit. The spirit searches all things, even the deep things of God. Then the Daniel two twenty two, that it reveals those deep things. I tell you, I usually, mm. I, I try to pray these things and take communion and it will open the doors. Now, there's people are standing in front of closed doors right mm. now. And I, I just feel like, uh, Wendy, you've been one of those people, and you have a door that's about to open, not just with a relationship, but it's going to be also new things in media, your career, all the things are now coming together for you this year. And oh. there is a strong anointing on you right now. I would like you to just pray over our listeners and open up whatever it might be, closed doors, relationships, whatever, the, however the Lord leads you. Wow. I got to get my breath. The anointing is so strong here in my room. Lord, I thank you for your anointing. Lord, your anointing, God, breaks the yoke of bondage. Lord, your anointing, God, is power. And Lord, I just thank you so much right now for opening the doors opening the doors that only you can open, Lord. Lord, you open doors that no man can shut. And you shut doors, God, that no man can open. But right now, Lord, we thank you for the open doors. And I thank you, Lord, that verse is coming to my mind, Lord, that you will not bring to the time of birthing, Lord. In Isaiah, you, you don't bring us to the time of birthing, Lord, and not allow that baby to come forth. So there's, there's a birthing time. There's opening doors. Right now, God, that you are, these are anointed doors, God. Your anointing, Lord, right now is going before people, and the doors are opening, God. These are doors to relationships, as Doug said, there are doors to ministries. Lord, there's doors for healing. <laughs> Lord, there's doors where people have just been crying out for peace, Lord, in the midst of their storm, God. You're opening these doors right now. For, for whatever the, the, their heart's desire is, God, these doors that have been closed for a long time, Lord, Father, they're just opening right now. Wow. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I just ask, Lord, that you give people faith that are hearing this to, to walk through. God, they don't even have to push it. Just walk through the open door. And Lord, thank you, Lord, that as they take that first step of faith, God, you're going to meet them, Lord, and um this is going to be an incredible year, Lord, that they are going to be reaping joy for the tears that they've sown, God. And um, many, many answered prayers coming to pass this year in Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name, I've got the joy of the Lord. Yeah. Lord, I just thank you for the joy. God, Lord, we need your joy. We need the joy of the Lord as our strength, God. Lord, thank you for the joy. Thank you for restoring the joy of our salvation, Lord. Many of us, Lord, have just grown weary in the battle, weary in the day-to-day. But, Lord, I just pray, you know, Doug has such a joy on him. And, uh, Lord, that it would just be contagious. Lord, that it, Lord, literally, that you would, you would give that gift to everyone who's hearing this message right now, that the joy of the Lord would be our strength, God. Because, Lord, I know when I'm on the air, if I've got the joy, nothing can touch me. <laughs> nothing can touch me. Lord. So I thank you, Lord. That And that applies to any anything that anybody does, um, Lord. And so we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I just come into cool. agreement right now. There's such power in this. Now, there's so many things. Uh, this is a breaker anointing going on right now. That's the presence of the Lord. It's going to break open those closed doors. It's going to break open those promises that were held from previously that were held for a reason. It wasn't for torment. You know, it was because this is the time and the time is now. And I keep hearing the Lord say the time is now ever since from last May, I think May 2017, I started hearing over and over the time is now. And people start thinking, oh, yeah. is it the second coming? And, you know, I believe it, the Lord needs to come again in our hearts first. That is the second coming, right? That we need to have this revival in ourselves first. And then that's what's going on right now. He's reviving the prophetic yeah. promises over you. He's giving you things like like with Wendy, gave her a word a few years ago and, and even the strength to hold on. And here it is, things breaking through. <laughs> so I'm just so encouraged. So, Wendy, why don't you just tell us about, um, you know, how to stay in touch with you or your books and all of that fun oh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, I love Twitter. It's so fun because you can just check out all these different ministries, including your ministry, which is, you know, I, I told you earlier, I check you every day because, you know, I need that word of encouragement that your ministry provides and the daily prophetic, but also just the other things that you post, Doug, in your monthly words. Um, and a lot, a lot of times your, your daily stuff, it, it will sometimes confirm, you know, okay, okay, that's what, you know, I'm going through or wow. Okay. That makes sense. So please check out Doug on Twitter and I'm on Twitter at Wendy G CBN, Wendy G CBN. I'm also on Facebook at Wendy.Griffith. Oh yeah. And if you haven't read my book yet, please get a copy. You are a prize to be one. Don't settle for less than God's best. If you know anybody who's, um, single dating, going through heartbreak. It's for women of all ages. And if you're a lot of divorced women, I've loved the book too. Just anyone who needs encouragement in their single life. Yes. So, Amen. It has it. got a powerful anointing on it, by the way, to, to pull, pull you up and give you strength. And I just want to say thanks, Wendy. I'm so excited that we, I had to wait all this time. I was like, I know you're <laughs> supposed to be on. I know you're supposed to be on and you're busy, busy. And then suddenly it comes together right now. And this is the season folks. We're in the season. Yeah. If you wait, God will bring it together at the right time. And so she didn't have the message until now she came on and it completely confirmed and dovetailed with what the Lord is releasing through my ministry as well at the same time. So I love hearing the rubber meets the road, you know, stories, the testimonies of God moving. <laughs> yeah, I'm so excited. Amen. Well, thank you so this much, been Wendy. Fun. It's been a blast. Thank I you, love God. you guys. God bless you. All right, everybody. See you next time.
Thanks for listening to Spirit Connection with Doug Addison. Connect with him online at DougAddison.com.